0: Hello everybody, uh, welcome to the first ever Bernard Podcast, I'm your host Brady Erdman and this is just a thing I think I'm going to be starting, I'm going to try and do one podcast a week, maybe two, but for now I'm just going to stick to one podcast a week and I, my goal is to hopefully do this till the day I die, um, I think it's going to increase my communication skills, and honestly, I just kind of want to see how long I can talk into a microphone before I run out of of things to say. (laughs) Um, Right now, it's just going to be me, and unless this podcast gains a little bit of traction, then I'll start having some guests on, maybe some call-ins, or maybe put a number for people to call in, or maybe just prank call other people. I don't know. But, basically, I've been wanting to do my own podcast for a little while. I dabbled in doing one with a friend, but the main problem with doing one with a friend, for me at least, is it's freezing right now, and I'm 20 years old. I don't have my own house or apartment yet, so when other family members are around, it's kind of, I don't know, for me... When other people are listening to what I'm saying I just like fuck up like I can't think straight if if for example my mother was right beside me breathing down my neck or even in the same like vicinity maybe 10 20 feet anywhere close to me I would just struggle on what to say and I don't know why that is I really hope that eventually I can get rid of that feeling but there is some sort of feeling when someone's watching you as you're trying to talk into a microphone or create videos or create certain content. You just I don't know. It's something about being observed. And I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, and he had a guest on. I can't remember the name of his guest. I think his name was Ali, but I am not a hundred percent sure. But he is a comedian and. He talked about how one of his main um, points that he, he has like a Google Doc. He's been writing down um, life lessons that he's experienced throughout his life. And one of them he said was not worrying about being observed or not caring about being observed. And for example, he said when he's getting a coffee from the coffee shop, he would be so anxious about... Whether he should put creamer in this coffee, or not, whether about how fast he's putting creamer in the coffee, about whether other people in line are were are thinking about how slow he is taking, or are aggravated, or just that he's not, I guess, performing to what society expects when he's getting his coffee, and I can say that I completely agree with them. I have that same problem. But he says you need to realize that you should be comfortable with people observing you. And as long as you're not taking an egregious amount of time, like, you know that you're not. He knows that he's not taking too much time making his coffee. But why is he anxious about how long it is taking then? And that's what I was really wondering is what effect does, like, people watching us have upon our actions? Um and that's just interesting to me, I guess, I don't know, (laughs) but one thing I've realized lately is that I seem to, when I'm, I'm currently in classes right now, I'm taking online classes, and I seem to work for a certain amount of time, and then I go, like, I have this, like, feeling that after I finish an assignment or worksheet, or say after 30 minutes to an hour elapses, that I should just hop on YouTube or hop on Netflix, and that's my reward for working, I guess. But My question is, when did that start? Why do I have that feeling? I shouldn't have a feeling that watching a random YouTube video or Netflix show is a reward, because in reality, it's just wasting more time out of my day that I could have spent towards finishing my assignments and then if I were to just straight shot finish my assignments instead of going assignment reward assignment reward then my eventual reward time at the end of the day would be a lot bigger and then I could actually do an, a whole activity such as going out for a walk skateboarding things like that and I do love to skateboard I kind of jumped into this podcast without even telling you guys about me, which I just realized. Um, So my name is Brady Erdman. I'm 20 years old and I currently live with my parents still. Um, I'm hoping that when I finish getting a degree in computer science that I will be able to get a good paying job and eventually move out. But my reality has changed I, in Saving money In that regard I believe that Honestly, like, I was having this one thought The other night Why don't Why doesn't, like, families with all their cousins Why don't we I know it's, like, maybe not practical But, like, say For my family, I have a bunch of cousins Why don't our three families Just live in one giant house And then We have a huge property around the house so say if we have ten cousins say ten cousins are working forty thousand dollar a year jobs just pick a low amount I guess that's kind of starting salary maybe forty thirty thousand so these ten cousins are making around three to four three hundred fifty thousand after taxes probably so they could afford a whole family could afford a huge house such as this and then we could be experiencing what the top elite people experience just by grouping together. I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Um, Obviously, it probably wouldn't work, but I don't know. I was just thinking that society is like, by the time you're 23, 24, 22 after college, they want you to move out and get your own place, right? But then you're bogged down by all the payments that you are making on your place like car payments apartment payments utility payments insurance payments all this and then it causes you to have less savings and less money for investing into your future life into your retirement things such as this i don't know so i was just thinking like why don't we as like people who are economical i feel like we should just group together, and I don't know, I don't care about really having my own place, I feel like I don't care about sharing it with someone else, when I am to eventually move out, I feel like for a while I will be sharing, I don't know, maybe I've just been running on a tangent, but back to who I am, I guess, I, I, I'm just a white dude, 5'11", and one quarter i'm still not six foot i've been trying to hit that six foot mark for three to four years i think now maybe three years i had a huge growth spurt in like seventh grade um i was wearing size 12 shoes in seventh grade and my feet just have not grown since then and my body really hasn't either um but I'm hoping I do get another growth spurt because I just want to hit six feet just to say I'm six feet tall. <laughs> but that's really it. And I've been kind of just, I work for, I did like well, do. I'm about to finish working for my uncle actually owns a company called Do Care. And this company is kind of funny. I think it's kind of a genius idea when you think about it. Um, what it is, is you have pets in your house. Do you have dogs or cats? Most people have dogs or cats. Okay, say you have a dog. This dog poops in your backyard, correct? Well, do you want to clean up that poop all the time? No. Okay, then you go to do care and you call them up. And what I will do is I'll come drive to your house, go in your gate, pick up all the dog poop, and then leave a door hanger saying I i did the service and then because of the door hanger you can go outside after receiving the door hanger into your backyard and make sure that i did in fact clean up all the dog poop out of your yard that's basically the company he bought out um there is companies similar to it but i think he has one of the bigger companies in the illinois area which is where i reside um i was thinking like or at least my cousin was thinking cousin Matt was thinking we should take this to other states and I was thinking we should take it to other countries like what about those people in Dubai they got so much money anybody in Dubai with a dog would definitely buy for a dog waste management service there's no way they wouldn't I don't know it's just a genius idea been working on trying to have genius ideas because one day I strive to be the owner of my own business um I don't want to be working for other people throughout the entirety of my life. I mean, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't mind it if I have a good enough salary, but I want something to be mine, you know? That's just what I feel like. Um, my one idea was, since I'm around the dog setting so much, it was for when when you're walking your dog and you have to pick up its poop, Then you have a bag of poop that you're just holding on to or you put it in your pocket. But like both of those options are kind of gross and it kind of ruins the experience of the rest of the walk in my opinion. Because now you're walking with this poop bag and you kind of just want to go back to wherever you can dump it. And I don't know, it just (laughs) ruins the experience. experience. And so I was thinking like how could you... You could have the dog carry it, or you could have something, like, that's on the leash that would, like, be sort of like a contraption where you pull it, it opens, you just drop the bag in, and then it's like a little soda can, uh, in length type item that catches the poop, and it just hangs on the leash. Or the other option was to have it on your dog, like, on a, uh... What are those called? Fucking ah, uh, uh, the fucking leashes, harness. I don't know some, unlike a harness for your dog, so like the ones with multiple straps, basically, like they make an X, and a line in the middle, and go around the dog. <laughs> I think they're called a harness, but then I realized the invention was already created. And let me tell you, folks, that's got to be the worst feeling ever when you realize something you're trying to create has already been created. I don't know. It's just what I was thinking. Like, you're so intent. At least I am so intent. I'm trying to find new ideas. And then you finally get one that clicks. And you're like, oh, yes. And then someone else already has made it. It's just kills you. Kills you inside. Um... But back to being about me, so I, w- I did work, do care, I worked as a lifeguard, I also worked in uh, landscape services, <laughs> funny story about that is, so the person that owns the landscape service, his name is Matt Baker, and he was one of my fellow students, and he now owns his own company, and he makes fifty to 60000 a year, and he's 19, and I think that's beautiful I told him myself do not go looking for a job grow this company you have something here that is yours you've created it grow it don't go into the education system looking for a job that's gonna pay just around how much you're making right now when you are able to exponentially increase your salary you know what I mean but I was working for him And one of the things we had to do was lay mulch. And I never really learned how to lay mulch. And he kind of just sent us on our way to lay mulch for different people. And I did exactly what you weren't supposed to do. At least me and my friends did. Where we would put the mulch. We would stack it around the tree trunk. So... It was like a mountain, if you could imagine. Like, the most mulch was around the center of the tree and then the least around the outside. So kind of like a a mountain. <laughs> I already described mountain. But then I realized that you aren't supposed to do that because it kills the tree. And we must have done that to at least four or five people's houses. We did not know how to mulch correctly, I'll tell you that much. Uh, we kind of just threw it on and then call it a day i don't know but one we did learn how difficult people work in the landscape industry it fucking blows my mind how hard these people work they'll do 30 to 40 lawns a day <laughs> on a hot summer day just for 15 20 an hour pay like wow it, it blew my mind because I was only able to do 15 to 20 and I was struggling after that day I was sore for multiple days So I'm like how do these people do this day in and day out? Also with snow shoveling Have you ever realized that when like you're shoveling a driveway? I Don't know it, it might just be me, but I try to get down in the squat position and Use my legs to push up like when I have a huge bucket of snow like as I'm going down I'm not using my legs as much, but as I'm going up then I start to crouch and use my quad muscles and my calves to push the snow Out of the driveway onto the pile of snow you are then creating on your grass and but I feel like no matter what way or how you try to do this You still, after you're done shoveling your driveway, you still are hurting in your back. I don't know. It might just be me, but I feel like that's a problem that everybody has. And one of the reasons I created this podcast was when I was on a walk with my dogs. Which, walking your dogs, a very great way to just think. Just be free and just think. So I was just looking at these houses and I was like, I don't know. There's so many houses in this world. There's got to be people that are like me. So I'm just going to make a podcast and see if anyone is like me. And if they are, they'll probably like listening to someone that's like them. Um, I used to be super addicted to video games. I would play Minecraft. I would play um, Fortnite. I would play Call of Duty, and then I got into the game Rust. Now, Rust, (laughs) that's more than a game. It's a lifestyle. If you want to play Rust, it's a lifestyle. You literally need six plus hours a day to play Rust competitively, and I'm not exaggerating there. Um, So, I got into Rust for a little bit. And then it just became too much, so I've stopped. I've I watch YouTubers like Frost and H June a little bit, but mostly just when Frost's new videos come out, I'll watch him. But other than that, I don't really play Rust anymore. <coughs> <coughs> Ugh. got the COVID. No, I think we don't have the COVID. But Rust is a lifestyle. If you've never heard of it, just stay away from it because. Unless you are financially set for the rest of your life, I would not recommend divulging in that game, because it'll take your time and energy and steal it right away from you. But, so yeah, I was addicted to video games. Throughout high school, freshman, sophomore year, I tried making a YouTube channel. I got to like 900 subscribers, just based off a few review videos that got lucky and a lot of people watched it, and then also based off the fact a game called Ark Survival Evolved that I also was addicted to. I had a server on an X on an extra Xbox I had, and this server like there was like two hundred people who were so interested in playing, it was wild. Like, and then that kept my subscriber base a little bit up. Uh, I kind of just fell out of it because I don't know. I didn't. It's so much effort just to record and edit and upload a video, and then you just get 50 to 100 views and, like, three likes. So then it's almost like, why am I doing this, you know? Why am I putting myself through the struggle? I guess everyone goes through that struggle at one point, but it just bogged me down. I kind of quit, and, yeah, I mean... Reality hits you, so you got to sometimes stop making videos, and that's what happened to me. But, you know, it's okay. I'd, I'm happy that at least I did attempt trying to make, a like, a side hustle out of YouTube. I still want to go back at one point, but who knows when that's going to be. Um, so then recently I've in, been involved, kind of, I've started picking up skating I don't know, something about skating, it's just so, like, beautiful, I guess, I don't know how to describe it, but, (laughs) like, when you're skating, you just feel so free, at least I do, any worries that I have, any doubts, any problems with introspection, which I deal with a lot, they're just gone when I'm skating. It's almost like it's just you and the and the earth. And you really realize how hard the earth can hit back. It can hit you back hard. Especially just when you're falling from heights of just one to two feet. When you're going fast. You realize that the earth fucking hurts when you hit it. Um, but yeah. And dabbling kind of into the introspection, I deal with introspection a lot, like I realize that all of us are going to die at one point, I'm going to die at one point, and I also realize that every action I take, every action I have, every moment I experience on this earth, I should love and enjoy, because I'm really lucky just to be here in the first place, what are there 2 million sperm that trying to get into one egg and I was that one that got into the egg and that's just what you need to be able to get on this earth in the first place sometimes I wonder like where's that special power in me that got to the egg in the first place where is that now you know just what thought I have but I know that every moment I should cherish and love but it's hard It's hard for me to do so still, even though I know that fact and I know that life is precious. And I don't know, I struggle sometimes with what words to say when speaking to certain people. I'll sometimes like triple, quadruple, sequential, I don't know, ten time think over simple text to certain people, simple emails to certain people for like and I realized no reason at all I should just go with my gut I guess but I don't know I feel like I've been having trouble with introspection a lot uh just realizing who I am on this earth and I don't know I I just don't know what I really want to accomplish before I die and what I really enjoy I know that I enjoy skateboarding i know that i enjoy social encounters i enjoy having money i I guess everyone enjoys that but i'm not the type of person who needs a mercedes-benz or needs the newest iphone or needs etc 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 i would love to have a tesla just because it's so wild how well Tesla's technology is, but I don't need that. It's not going to affect how I live on a day-to-day basis. I don't know. But yeah. It's kind of I like even thinking about introspection like I don't know. I've been troubling with having trouble with what's really on my mind. It's hard to put that into words that will adequately paint the picture I'm thinking, if you understand. So, say I'm thinking, just a simple example, say I'm thinking red ball. In my head, I'm just thinking of a red ball. When speaking my words, it would be like me just saying round, spherical, red color ball and you would understand that because it's just simple red ball but then I have more complex thoughts more complex ideas and I just don't know how to communicate those and I would like to communicate those Mm -hmm. something I've been thinking and another thing I've been thinking is comedy comedy is really One of the greatest things on this earth, other than dogs, dogs are great too. Going back to my full circle dogs, which actually going back to the full circle of dogs, after working a dog poop removal service job, I am now going to be a part of a company called Wagon Paddle, where I'm going to be taking care of dogs. So I'm just really in... Evolved in dogs, but I realized that people are willing to spend a lot of money on their own pets And this kind of just has been making me think What inventions could I create for dogs that people would believe they needed after seeing this Or people would think that it's a status symbol if you had this certain item for your dog, etc, etc You know what I mean? But yeah, so I'm working on, I'm going to be working on a new company, Wagon Paddle. I'm excited for that. It's like, basically what it is, is you pay a monthly fee or a weekly fee and your dog is able to, or you're able to take your dog with you to a dog park with a bunch of other owners and dogs. And if you are one of those people that your dog exerts so much of your energy and time when it's super awake or it's a puppy type it's in a puppy stage one to two years maybe six months around that area of uh its life then the dog park is great for you because after going to it your dog's tired worn out and just ready for a nap and we cannot nobody can say that that's not the best time to be with a dog when it's ready to go for a nap <laughs> it's not bothering you it's not chewing things up not doing all that terrible things terrible actions that we don't like but going away from dogs so talk about skateboarding myself i guess i talk about myself i um i really like plants I want to one day own my own greenhouse with a bunch of different exotic plants just because, I don't know, there's a certain feeling, certain exotic, wild feeling you obtain when you're just around plants. You feel more alive. You feel more in tune with the universe. Just, at least I believe that perspective. I don't know. You really have to, if you've ever been in a greenhouse, you know what I mean. It's just a different environment. So if you haven't been in a greenhouse before, I strongly, strongly encourage you to go into one. Um, just because it's a great experience overall. Just you never really think of how much different, how different the air in the greenhouse is going to be until you actually step in. It's like, it feels like you're literally in an exotic country, even though I've never been there. So I can't really say it feels like you've been in one, but I think it feels like you've, feels like one. <laughs> um, But yeah, I've been trying to work out lately since the new year. Um, just because, not really even for strength results, just to keep my brain Knowing that the hardest part of my day is going to be the workout Um, obviously I can't work out every day. I've been trying to but some days I can't but I think there's something rewarding when your brain knows that Sprinting these six minutes or running these 24 minutes or biking these 30 minutes or doing these 30 push-ups or doing these X amount of whatever is going to be the hardest activity you do in the day because then you're ready to tackle basically anything else. I don't know. But I kind of reiterating again doing this podcast to help with my communication skills, my my word choice and basically if I can keep a conversation with myself in a microphone for 45 minutes, then I can keep a conversation with somebody else, even though I'm not using social cues, nonverbal behavior, and all that goodness. But, yeah. Uh, I'm a terrible cook. Sadly, I want that to improve. Hopefully, it will improve. Um, I love nature, I like skateboarding. Uh, currently, doing homework for a computer science degree. Uh, I hope to maybe work in IT or work with databases. My cousin explained to me that you can travel a lot working with databases, and one of the maybe interesting things I'd like to do is visit a bunch of different countries around the globe to actually experience what they're like myself, not through a computer screen or through someone else's video, but. Myself experiencing them and yeah, I don't know. I kind of think I hit a kind of standstill, so it's gonna be the first podcast of the Bernards. Uh, hope you guys all enjoy it. Uh, just know it's my first one, so don't hate on me and have a good day. You know, have a good night, enjoy every second of life, and yeah. Before I go, I want to talk about one problem I've been having. I don't know if anybody's been having this type of problem, but sometimes I feel like I have the urge to pee way too much. I don't know if anybody else realizes this, like, when I go into the bathroom and see the toilet and hear the sink running, I'll instantly have to pee, like, even if I only have a little bit of to pee in the first place, I feel like I do. I feel like I pee every two hours and I feel like I always have the urge to pee in a day. I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if anybody else experiences this but let me know. Also let me know what is your favorite underwear brand because I've been looking for a comfortable one. Haven't really found any and yeah dart throwers out there. What's your favorite darts that you can find on Amazon for 30 to 40 dollars with they don't have to be fully tungsten but so tungsten if you don't know is apparently a metal in the dart body itself that makes it stick to the dart board at a higher or makes it so that if you say you have one dart without tungsten one dart with tungsten the tungsten dart's gonna hit the board and stick nine times out of ten. The non is gonna hit it and stick five times out of ten. Obviously, it's not real statistics, but you get the you get the picture. But yeah, I think I've kind of exhausted my talking abilities for today, so I'm gonna call it call call it, a, call it a day. Have a good night. Have a good day. Have a good car ride. Whatever you're doing right now. Just enjoy it, and yeah, that's it.